everybody, and welcome back to Mile Higher Podcast, episode 42. Where we take your minds a mile higher every episode. Every day. And today is no different. Is every day, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so today is going to be an extremely interesting episode, one that we've been wanting to make for quite a while, and that is on the big pharma conspiracy, as well as just kind of all of the fucked up things with the big pharmaceutical companies and just medical industry a little bit and just yeah the medical industry and healthcare, healthcare. especially in the u.s but it's going to be a very very interesting episode we have a lot to talk about but before we get into things today i wanted to mention that this coming week is black friday thanksgiving and uh it's a gonna be a weekend sale on milehiremerch.com that you don't want to miss you don't have to leave your family to participate you don't have That's to go true. camp outside. You don't have to like leave your house after that. You know, you had your turkey. That's you true. Shop right. That's a perk on your phone if you want or wherever. Yeah, you, are. you can. So, yeah, guys, we're going to be running a 30 percent off on the store sale from uh, basically Friday to Monday through Cyber Monday. Well, I think we'll we'll probably kick it off like Thursday night, right? Yeah. I mean, it'll be like a little bit before like, Friday around yeah. like after pie time, you know, like, like s- just when you're like kind of ending the night, you're scrolling your. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll let you know the deets on that, but that is coming, and we got uh, a limited edition grinders, guys. These are sick oh my god grinders that I they won't be available until after hoping Black Friday. That I think they're gonna be here by this weekend, so I think we're gonna be able hopefully to able to have them. They're really cool. They're very very limited in quantity, so. Keep yeah, that in mind. Maybe. But there's going to be don't tons of stuff. Don't get too excited. I don't know if we're going to have that. I thought we weren't going to have We them. might. We might not. I don't know for sure. But okay. I, I things Fingers are looking crossed. like we might have them. But we're going to have a ton of new designs that are hitting the store. So you definitely want to at least check it out. MileHireMarch.com. And if you use the code, um, the code's going to be MileHire. Keep it simple. No, it should be or, like Black Friday. What do you want to call it? Black Friday? Okay. Or no, it's not Black Friday, though. Just call it Turkey. Okay. Something. Yeah. It's. I don't know. What should we make the the discount code? Turkey motherfucker. <laughs> Can we do like Turkey MF? That's the code. I Turkey just AF? Turkey MF, as in Turkey motherfucker. All right. You heard it first. Promo code <laughs> Turkey MF for 30% off the store. <laughs> but anyways, I also wanted to quickly thank two new stellar patrons, which you guys are still like killing it with the support on Patreon. We really appreciate it because it literally gives us so much freedom with the podcast. It's literally funded the entire podcast, all the equipment, the studio, the studio. construction, all that is because of you guys. So seriously, big thank you to to all of you that are patrons out Hopefully there. Hopefully we'll be in the studio filming new episodes by 2019. Yes. I mean, at the latest for sure. Yeah, so, it's been a lot of it's been like a series of delay after delay. But yeah, we're you know how it goes. But yeah. We do really appreciate all of your guys' support. And this month, we had two new Stellar patrons, Sydney and Samantha. Thank you guys, seriously, so much. It really does yes. help us out. And yeah, I mean, we we talk about some controversial shit. Controversial. Know, and yes, some of our episodes definitely do get demonetized. So, <laughs> Is it controversial or controversial? 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 It's controversial, I think. I don't think it's... Oh. She's always critiquing my my words. No, I just want to make sure I was saying it right because I tend to just like mash words into like things that aren't actually words. <laughs> well, I think it's controversial. I don't even know. Whatever, who cares? But today's two separate things. <laughs> it could be. But today's Patreon question comes from Brittany M, and she's got another great question. She said she loved the Origins episode, and her question is a follow up to that episode. 
She said, if you had a choice between knowing why we are here or how are we here, which one would you choose? Why are we here? So our purpose essentially for being a human on planet Earth or how did we get here? Essentially, what would you want to know? Why? Why? Yeah, I think so. Because that would answer most of my questions. I think most of my questions have to do with like the purpose of things, not really how I got here. Well, think about Although it too. Like, if you that. knew why, you'd, you'd probably, probably be able to figure out how. Too. Yeah, I was just thinking that too. <laughs> so, <huh>. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Why we are here? What's our purpose? Here. What What are we supposed to be doing? Are we just supposed to be, you know, getting up every day and, you know, going through the same old routine for our entire life? Is like, there a larger plan, like a universal plan? Like, are we part of something bigger than ourselves? Those are the questions. Is there I a larger mission here that we don't know right. about, or? Some of us do. And are we know. like doing the right thing is like what we're doing, how we live our life. Are we living like how we're supposed to? Yeah. If there is a plan, like a, is there a predetermined plan? Stuff? Yeah. Who that, knows? I mean, that's just Those a question you can literally about. ponder on for hours and hours and hours. Why? How? <laughs> what's, yeah. What's the purpose of this? But that's a great question. Thank you. That is. So thank much. you, Brittany. She's always good with questions. So today's first woke news topic is woke news this is the woke news we should have like a little song that comes on that's like dun, dun, dun. yeah woke we, news. that's a good idea actually dude what do you guys think that is a good idea <laughs> we could play like sometimes a they come jingle. to right one because we working. do that's how we structure our, our podcast episodes for those yeah. of you that are maybe tuning in for the first time or just joining us yeah is that we like to cover a couple i like to cover a couple news stories that i like to say aren't covered by the lamestream media necessarily <laughs> in depth or you know at all so I like to kind of bring things to light, especially just things that are interesting about, you know, those two questions, why we're here and how <laughs> next so. podcast. Let's get a little thing that says woke news. Yeah, I'll work on that this week. That's a good idea. I like that. <laughs> but the n- news that came out um, this past week or so is that the Pentagon. So for those of you that don't know, don't know what the Pentagon is, it's basically like where all of our military intelligence assets in the U S are held, where all the offices are and all of the, you know, operations it's highly you know it's a very secretive place it's highly classified you know nobody can you know the public can't just stroll in and out of there but anyway they are a huge spender in our government and the department of defense is housed there and we're primarily talking about them but basically they have never been audited as far as like how they're spending Mm -hmm. the money that the government's giving to them and congress has been trying to get this done for a long time because it's basically been bleeding money like yeah. we're talking like billions of dollars too. We're talking. And this goes back into like nine eleven conspiracies too. Yeah, it goes way back into the nine early nineties actually. Because wasn't it like the day before that like Donald Rumsfeld admitted we were missing like something trillion from the budget? Yeah, there's that famous quote so by him. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. There's a famous quote that's like, you know, there's a trillion that. dollars that is unaccounted for. Uh huh. And so a lot of people have been, you know, including some of our representatives in Congress and things like that have been like, yo, where's all we're giving you a shitload of money, but yet there's little to no transparency as far as how that money's being spent. Obviously, we know how some of it is. Some of it's pretty obvious military spending, things like that. Well, it was like 50% of the military budget that was missing specifically back then. Yeah. So the actual statistic is that $21 trillion between 1998 and 2015 is unaccounted for. That's from the Department wild. of Defense's budget. Yeah. That's so that's so the, crazy. That's a, do you know how much money that is? That's $21 trillion? That's a lot. Poof. That, that is like, come on. Where's that going? Come so this on. Is, 
this is where it gets interesting. And this is a big piece of evidence for this idea that we are covering up aliens essentially. Mm -hmm. And this is programs or programs that are, yeah, exactly. That are interfacing or developing alien technology, things things. like exactly. So, so the re yeah. So that's the reason why this amount of money seems to be, you know, maybe there's a possibility that they're using it for all these unacknowledged programs is is the right word for it which, which is when you should watch unacknowledged on netflix by dr steven greer yes if you haven't it's watched so that good. it'll if give you, you a good it, like watch it immediately especially if you don't know a ton about like the ufo phenomenon things like that it'll really give you a good basis of like information factual information of mm-hmm. of this but they finally did their first audit of the Pentagon and they basically confirmed all of these statements that have been made and, and you know, rumors, I guess you could say that there's obviously some secret top sh- secret shit going on that we don't know about that mm-hmm. $21 trillion has gone to. That's crazy. That sounds like multiple programs. That sounds well, like well, if you think about that too. military base, that's secret or not base, but like, what would it be? A branch? Oh, yeah. It could be base. I mean, like it could be bases. Base it could be force. weapons. Like, right. you know, how they're exactly. making the Space Force now. It's probably been a thing for a while. Well, that's that's what I was I was going to get to is that and something that we'll do. We'll cover more in depth on a podcast episode is that a lot of people think, including myself, that there's a very good possibility that there's some type of secret space program that's existed in complete secrecy. You know, you got NASA, which is kind of like the front for everything. But then there's this top secret military intelligence secret space program that would take billions of dollars to basically build out this technology. And, you know, it goes as far as saying there's settlements on the moon, the Mars, other parts of our solar system, Mars. maybe even within the earth. I mean, there's so many different things with it, but mm-hmm. this, this fact that they failed the audit and there's money missing definitely does money missing. I mean, you know, critic or skeptics out there would be like, oh, that's ridiculous. That's a lot of money to just be missing. That's a fuckload of money. You could literally, we could fix our education system. We could like imagine we could what we could do with that. Attitude. Solve homelessness. Like oh we could do gosh. so many things. That's so wild. Like that's so much taxpayer money. And like we have the right to know. That's so crazy. But that's the thing is they won't tell us. And yeah. obviously there's secret programs. I mean, I've heard rumors that they're going to start up uh, MK Ultra type shit again. If I don't not, think if they ever stopped already, it. Well, yeah. They never stopped. They just stopped making it like they hit it better. Yeah. But the programs ended. Um, but yeah, and there's and that is the realest thing. MK Ultra. A lot of people like think that's conspiracy, like a, but it's not. It's it's very real. It's confirmed. Mm-hmm. There are so many survivors. You can type in MK Ultra survivor stories on YouTube, and there's like a bunch of videos of people's stories of what they went through. And it's so crazy. So yeah, a ton of this kind of stuff is going to there because they're keeping it quiet. It's going to all the programs that they can't have on the, the unacknowledged programs. Yeah, exactly. The unacknowledged programs. I, it, that's the only thing that makes sense, right? I mean, there's no other explanation mm-hmm. where did where it just poof went away. What, like, where did that money go? Yeah. We're taxpayers. We should fucking know where yeah. the money's going. But we Absolutely. don't know where the money's going. Someone should at least know. Like, shouldn't the treasurer know or someone? No, that's the thing is that nobody at the Pentagon probably that w- we could even see whose name it is probably knows. It's probably some shadowy figures that know the shit. Like, yeah, I mean, how does that even work, though? How do you not? 
how are you not able to trace the money and figure out where it goes? Like that because they would never had it. Like it was never written down. Yeah, into, it was never like obviously it'll keep good track of things that are supposed to be secret. Like you know, you don't have a paper trail, right. so that wasn't probably a lot of bookkeeping or like any. Mm-hmm. It was just like you know, what <laughs> do you kind need? of brushed under the rug? Oh, like, here, here, let me dole you out some. a little bit. Let me dole you out a little bit. Yeah, trillions of dollars though. That's a lot. Yeah, that's I a know, lot. but I mean. They can do it more like because there are so many people that they they just say no, like at a certain point, they're not going to no matter what anyone says to them, they're not going to cooperate. They're not going to show you anything or like, you know, acknowledge these programs. Right. And well, that leads back to like on, on, from a skeptic's perspective, a lot of people will say like, including really intelligent people that I know of would say people aren't able to keep secrets. And if there was something as big as like a secret space program or something crazy, then there would be like, it would have already been like brought forward to the public because they wouldn't be able to keep it secret. Which uh, I'm like, I don't, I I mean, I can see how that was because there's examples of where people like, but it could be different for this type of stuff. Like they literally are saying like, we will fucking kill you if you say a word yeah. to anything and yeah. if you don't believe that like there's like fucking agents out there that do this kind of shit then time to wake up <laughs> and to <laughs> because... be at the point where you get told something like this you're tested so like you are yeah you have to prove you yourself earn, for a oh, long yeah. time oh yeah they make sure you're not the type that would go do anything and then once you're the type that even knows something like that you also know what would be done to you if you said something oh yeah you so know like, exactly what and it's it's on like you we've talked about so many times a need to know basis so like not par- as many people too, yeah. would know about it as you think there could be people that know like bits and parts of it right. or they like do something they're not allowed to tell people for their job but they have no idea why they're doing it or what or like what's going on as a whole but they have secret things they have to keep so it's like it's not as hard to keep a secret no that's what people don't think because like that'd be yeah it'd be stupid for them to like tell them that oh, here's the grand plan of what we're trying to do and you're yeah. a part of it they don't do yeah. that no <laughs> they, they section you off and they're like yeah. here's your job you do this one job and that's it that's all you fucking yeah. do and there's a lot of people that like no matter how high up you go you will always be underneath someone else right there's who, a chain of command you will not right. go up any higher than that oh dude we gotta have we've got to have uh emory on the podcast yeah sure. emory smith yeah because mm-hmm. he would be able to explain all this really well and he has obviously experience with all of this so people probably don't know who he is honestly yeah if you don't know who he is uh definitely look him up uh he's a good dude and i think we'll be able to get him on the podcast uh next year so yeah expect a lot of really cool guests on the podcast next year i mean even if that's a fucking risk because fuck <laughs> but yeah oh shit is that dangerous? No, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> we'll <talk about> that. <laughs> it's hard, man, because like if you if some yeah. of these people actually know the shit that they know and there are these like t- insider leaker type people, you got to be got to be a little careful, you know, like yeah. got to be a little bit. So, but yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Next thing that I wanted to talk about too, some more great news for everybody out there. Psych billionaires Psych? made enough in 2017 to end poverty seven times over so i wanted to talk what about this the fuck that's so, so sad can we just take a second to just process how sad that is to to seriously be at this point well let's explain for those that didn't understand that at all basically you've probably noticed that there is a great wealth divide happening in the world 
and an imbalance of wealth, an imbalance of wealth and and just no fairness as far as opportunity and things like that in a lot of ways. And what's happening is the rich are getting richer faster Mm. and they're gobbling up more real estate is what the word I'll use, but it's just money and cash. Picture it like a scale, the like heavier they get, the more they get, the less you know, the which rest of us have. is a very, which are, and they just hold it. It just sits there. A right. lot of their money sits in banks. They're very, very wealthy. They're very, very, you know, they're the elites of the world essentially. And there was a new report that was published by a charity organization called Oxfam International. And they, uh, they basically said that there are now 2,043 billionaires in the world, which means there was a new one created every two days last year. That's so ridiculous. Because like, uh, like I don't want to sit here and be like, million? I don't think everybody, you know, you should be able to, if you get rich, you should be able to be rich because you worked hard and you got rich. Like, I know that's the criticism that people give when uh, people attack kind of this. But the problem is, is that do people really, does any one person need to be, have built literally enough money to end poverty seven times over you know or mm-hmm. or a two thousand two thousand people on the planet it should be like a decision have the power for the greater to end good, everything to like make them right have to do right. it can you imagine if they just force them like it's not even that much but it's like and just when you look at how you know people are taxed and things like that it's just like yeah it's very it's unfair and, and obviously there's tons of people that are just trying to get by and just try to like make ends meet and uh, we could go, I could go on and on about how fucked up the you know the economy and everything and how that works is and how unfair it is for people with lesser opportunity to get ahead like it's just very hard yeah and then the rich the money stays with the rich and they keep getting richer and richer and mm-hmm. expanding their empires essentially like the fact that Jeff Bezos is literally like the most powerful man in the world is crazy like that he's is the richest man in the world by and he's gonna he's gonna end up being like a he could be like our overlord one day, like Jeff. Oh Bezos. God! <laughs> just not. just from the sheer amount of money and power and just influence he's going to have. Like any type of time for him to do that. But I thought this was interesting too. Um, according to Swiss Bank UBS's uh, fifth annual billionaires report, uh, um, billionaires across the globe increased their wealth by 1.4 trillion dollars last year, an astonishing 20 percent, bringing their combined wealth to 8.9 trillion. So a lot of like economists and things like that believe that we might and if things continue to go the, the way that they do and the rate of the wealthy getting wealthier continues, there could be a huge split like where it's like the really rich elite people and then there's no middle and it's just yeah people that are in poverty and barely getting by and like what uh-huh. kind of world is that? It's, what does that look like? It's a pyramid. And what does it sound like? It sounds like. You know, the Illuminati conspiracy it sounds like the elites are going to have yeah. enough power and wealth to literally shut yeah. us all down. And like I've said it a million times, like on this podcast, the the fact that we have a pyramid on our dollar is such a slap <laughs> in the face. Oh, yeah. Of like what's coming. It's insane to think about because it's clearly there for a reason. The pyramid. Why else would it be on the American dollar? It's because of the symbol of the wealthiest being at the top and the right. largest percentage being at the bottom and being poor. And it just has to, I mean, it all like goes back to the, Egypt. the corporations are who run the world. You know, it's not anybody else but them. They literally have the power to influence anything in the world that they want. It's wild. And it's just getting bigger and bigger because 
one in 10 people survive on less than $2 a day. That's crazy. And yet there's 2,000 some billionaires. God. That's crazy. Only people were generous enough to just share without people like the government having to force them or something, you know? Mm -hmm. And there's 500 link up. Like there should be a billionaire club where they all like agree on a percent they're going to give. Yeah. And like solve, they could literally solve world poverty. Yeah. Can you imagine like, why wouldn't you want to be part of that? I'm pretty sure Jeff Bezos could like on his own, like end it. Then why was why doesn't he do right. it? Right, that's the thing. Is like what what are these people doing with that's all like this money? That's like the best thing you could possibly do. And you'd a be a hero. Save the you'd world. be a hero. Oh, you'd be yeah. like the greatest human of all time if yeah. you did that. Why don't anybody do that? Why, why don't the rich elite people do that? They don't help us. They don't want to help us. They want to continue creating this elite class. It's going to be like fucking medieval times. We're going to be like little peasants outside the castle working for the fucking king. That's like what we're, we're headed towards. Well. If we're even lucky enough to work for the king, because they'll probably be robots that'll work for the king. Yeah, and then we'll just get wiped out. Or yeah, because they know. won't even need us. <laughs> <laughs> we won't even talk back. That's grim. I don't know, but I'm hoping that we can fix this. <laughs> that's my that's my uh, vote of <laughs> confidence there. If that things will get better, maybe but. Jeff Bezos will like. You know how like there's stories of people that get in like life-threatening accidents or like hit their head really hard and they're like nice all of a sudden it's like the grinch their heart grows by yeah like three times but it's like in their head and they like do something really nice what if jeff bezos like gets in an ex accident and then he's just like you know what i could i could save the whole fucking world everyone yeah i can't imagine having that type of power at my fingertips and not using it i mean at least bill gates has like built a foundation yeah, and he's done, done a lot, lot of good, of good things. stuff for sure there are a lot of rich people in the world who've done right. a lot of great things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I just think that. I wouldn't mind, though, giving. That's but it's just thing. like, I think the wealth distribution needs to be more fair. Like, mm-hmm. people, like, minimum wage is way too low. Infl- like, the problem is, is people's wages, and I think anybody out there listening could would agree with me that our wages are, you know, not catching up to the inflation of, you know, the cost of living and you know, taxes and things like that. So we, you know, people are increasingly feeling strapped for money and aren't able to really like start building, you know, a financial, you know, stronghold around them. So because they're just getting, you know, not, not a fair wage is what I'm trying to say, I guess. Yeah. Whereas like CEOs get way too much, way too much. Like just the pay system's way off. It is. It really is like, Equal pay for equal work is the way I see it. Like everything's fucked. We should just blow everything up and start <laughs> over. That's that's what I've learned from doing this podcast. I'm like, mm, let's start a to the list of coalition to look for another home. Let's like interstellar this bitch and like <laughs> let's get a little group together. And <laughs> Me and you hit the wormhole in the middle of the solar mm. system and see what else is out there. That's a good idea. Can we bring the dogs? Sure, they got right. spacesuits for dogs. <laughs> But I just thought that was really interesting to bring up. And I don't think a lot of people really stop to think about how big the divide is between the rich and the poor. Is and the power of the rich and the power. To, to change that and not doing anything. Well, look at just look at all of them. They, they can buy anything they want. They can buy firefighters. They can literally buy a private firefighters to defend their home. That's what Kim Kardashian did. Yeah. Yeah. They That's saved so their crazy. home because they had a private firefighter like department working for them. Oh, my God. That's crazy. What else could they do? They can employ anything. They yeah. can employ an army. But their house like, is like $20 million, right? So 
Yeah, it's like it's worth re- it for them. Yeah, it's more than that, I think. If that shit burned down, they'd be fucked. Yeah. Well, probably not. They'd probably be fucking fine. Never mind. Yeah, because, I mean, insurance should She'd help, cry but... for a day and then it'd be over. <laughs> <laughs> but God, I these fires have been so devastating. Like, major shout out to everyone in California or people who have family in California. This has been so horrible. It's the worst fire, like, in history. I just can't believe there's thousands unaccounted for. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy to me. I saw it was over 600 and then it jumped up a ton today. It was like over That's 1, insane. That means they just don't, no one knows where they are. The thing is, is they could be in their houses or somewhere, but they, their telephone lines aren't working or they don't have like a way. So to they communicate have to wait outside. for like right. first responders or they're injured and stuck somewhere. But like, yeah, the sad reality is like, probably most of them didn't make it i know it's just crazy did you see that there is a video on twitter that was going viral of i think joe rogan is uh one that posted it that i saw was a fire tornado take a horse did you oh, see that oh my god what is up with these no but what is a fire tornado it's i didn't even crazy. know this existed yeah. but i saw a video and i was like that looks like a fire tornado i didn't know Literally, it was an actual thing yes they oh, can, there can be god. fire tornadoes dude like That's they're not huge, horrifying. but they're like enough. That's like hellish. Yeah, they're strong enough to pick up an, it a horse. It picked up a horse. Yep. Like and there's Joe a video Rogan of. Well, it? you don't really well, see the horse, but you see firefighters pulling on a a rope or whatever that's connected to the horse, trying to pull it back away from it. But the tornado sucks it in, and they have to like let go and run back because it's literally sucks the oh, horse up into the tornado. I cannot see that. I cannot see. <sighs> I that. know it's just crazy. I'm like God, and then that's like. Ugh. All the animals. It's rough out there. Yeah, dude. And a lot of people just had to leave. Like, it was so fast for so many people. They had to leave with, like, no notice. A lot of people didn't get notifications. There was delayed yeah. notifications. People couldn't get out of there. Which there's already, like, conspiracies lives. swirling okay. around this thing, too. Speaking of animals. <laughs> we got the Sergeant Booch over here. Me and her have matching sweatshirts today. Oh, my God. She's got, like, a little blue sweater on. It says Adida Paws or something. A D dog. It's like some off-brand shit. Yeah. Not real. All right. Let's get into the big pharma conspiracy. Why are you and talking our... like that? Like it's a serial killer or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, the conspiracy is that they're literally yeah. trying to kill us. So Yeah, so it's, it's dark as shit. Yeah, it's it's kind of concerning. Mm-hmm. But first, we want to talk about the shitty healthcare system that we just had a recent experience with mm-hmm. that was... Mm, Awful. Terrible. Just... Yeah. Really surprisingly well, I terrible. told you guys I would talk about kind of what I've been going through this year for those of you who like haven't I haven't explained it on here at all like no. in full. So I figured I should just take the time. Oh, I sorry. I always have my sound on on my computer and I get like email alerts. It's from like Bath and Body Works. Hang on. <laughs> so basically a little rough history here. I was diagnosed with PCOS when I was like 15. And then when I was 17, I got diagnosed with Hajimoto's disease, which is an autoimmune disease where your thyroid starts attacking itself. So if you've ever noticed, my thyroid kind of sticks out. And a lot of people have hypothyroid or Hajimoto's. And um, so I always had like symptoms of being tired and being like ever since Josh has known me because I was already diagnosed with it when I met you. I was already taking medication and stuff. And the symptoms were really um, not too bad at first. You know, like I got on like thyroid medication and I didn't have any of this pain stuff. I just had kind of getting tired. I would get like a weak immune system. 
things like that. And then over time, I started thinking that I had something called Cushing syndrome, uh, which is so complicated. I barely understand it. So I apologize if I say anything wrong. But my mother had it. And she first started having symptoms when she was like early 20s. Right. Yeah. And she was same time, basically. Yeah. As you. Yeah. And so, yeah. So it was this last year. I started doing tests for Cushing syndrome like, what was it, five years ago? Mm hmm. And um, they thought I didn't have it, but they said if you do have it, which basically if you have this, it means you have a uh, adenoma on your pituitary gland, pineal gland. It could be in your lungs, your, be in adrenal, your lungs. Yeah. Uh, your adrenals. I mean, it can be a lot of places. Yeah. And it's causing overproduction of cortisol, or there's other there's hormonal very, type things, imbalances, yeah, things it's like very that. Very confusing. Um. So I did a scan for it and they were like, well, it's possible that it's too small because for some people it doesn't show up until they're older. Um, so he was like, you know, check back in a few right. years and then fast forward to now 2018 starts and I'm like really struggling, like noticeably. And it was crazy because at this time when I started feeling sick, we were working out like three days a week. We were like so active and I was like, it was kind of like thriving. It was when we first moved in the house, I was feeling great. And then it just like hit me. I started getting so tired every yeah, day. It was like right around the beginning of this year. Right around Christmas time. Yeah, right after Christmas. It just seemed like it. It's right before Christmas even. I don't even. know what happened, but it just like took a huge downhill yeah. like fall. Like it was just Well, like my crazy. grandma moved in with us and then there was one night where she had like she had a heart attack in her house during the night and it was like really stressful. And then after that I got like Really, I started feeling really tired all the time, and I had enhanced anxiety and just the whole. She lived with us for a month, and it was really stressful. Um, so I kind of blamed it on that, but then it didn't go away. And then I guess actually before this, like two years ago, I started having joint pain in my elbow, and I thought it was like that selfie arm thing. Not that I take that many selfies, but there's like yeah. a thing called selfie arm for just well, millennials. Holding yeah, your I mean, at first you're gonna much. be like. You know, any of us out there have been like, oh, my hand kind of hurts. My wrist kind of hurts. This is my fault. And then yeah. I'm using my computer too much or my phone too much. Because mm -hmm. like, yeah, you totally get like cramps in your yeah. fingers. And and mine, I would get it like right. And I get it during editing because I would be using my trackpad and moving my fingers around. And then it went into my wrist and my fingers. My shoulder got really bad. And then basically now it's my whole upper body. And then on bad days, it's even in my legs at this point, my hips. Um, so it's just slowly gotten worse. It's like joint pain. So it's not, I don't believe it's fibromyalgia, even though I've had a doctor try to tell me that's what it is. But the type of pain I have is like really specific pain, like in a specific vertebrae or it's just, it's so <laughs> weird. I have so many other symptoms. I have like suddenly got high blood pressure. I have like adult acne and sweating and um, what else? The fatigue. Yeah, there's weight gain, fatigue, there's yeah. stretch marks, there's mm -hmm. um depression, anxiety. Yep. Which it's it's you just get slammed yeah. with all these horrible symptoms. Hormonal shit, yeah. You feel like shit, you feel like you have no energy. Uh, it, it's literally like being bedridden pretty much. Yeah. Because of how bad everything is collectively together. I kind of describe myself like I feel like a flower and I like I bloom for a little bit, but then I like I get tired and I wilt and I like have a couple days where I'm just like barely getting out of That's bed. A good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I started thinking, you know, this can't be just my thyroid. Like it's all of a sudden just happening. My thyroid norm levels are normal. So I started getting tested for this because my mom actually did get diagnosed with it. They found a tumor in her adrenal glands and they took it out and she's been living her best life. And she has all the same symptoms as me. Mm -hmm. So basically, we're with Kaiser, 
Kaiser Yona, Permanente. Yeah. A oh god, don't even get me started. I'm not saying that everyone at Kaiser is bad too, because there's no. good. It's a huge network. There's yeah, I mean, I, I went to Kaiser all all the like yeah, throughout my it. whole childhood, and I had a great pediatric doctor there. So yeah, not everybody there at Kaiser sucks, but I think their system is just not the right system for serious you know, health people problems. that have you know serious health problems that need to get you know or that are undiagnosed and need to get found and and dealt with. So yeah, so we have had Kaiser, and to make a long story short, we. Basically, have met with an endocrinologist there, endocrinologist there, a few months ago. Or what was we the met first with time? her in like was April. it early, like way earlier this year, mm-hmm. or yeah. even March. We yeah, and there's there only like th- like three endocrinologists yeah. for Kaiser, or two maybe, in all of Colorado. So mm-hmm. you don't have a lot of options, mm-hmm. and you can't really just go to any other doctor. So mm-hmm. no, you can't, and they're always hard to get in to see. And so, like, my appointments would be all spaced out, and then. I'd have to do these like urine tests where I'd have to pee in a jug for 24 hours and save it in our fridge. So that was fun. <laughs> um, but it basically tests how much cortisol is in your urine. But what I've learned is I actually met a subscriber. Shout out Stephanie, if you're listening. She has helped me a ton with this whole thing. She got diagnosed with Cushing syndrome and they found a, I hope she doesn't mind me talking about this, but they found a tumor in her brain and she's having it taken out. And she had all, all of her cortisol levels, almost all of them were lower than mine. And so basically, every time mine comes back, the first time it came back, it was three times higher than normal. <laughs> so she made me do it again, and it came back a little under normal. And your cortisol can change every day. And it's like a home test, so it's not that accurate. And um, I mean, basically, when we talked to her on the phone this last time, we were trying to get... Well, just just explain this doctor for a second. She's like... Yeah, sorry if I'm rushing. It gives me so much anxiety talking yeah, about no, it. Yeah, no, I like, know. Running it's out of okay. breath, I get like so anxious. Sorry, I can tell. I can pick up the story here. Okay. I've been a part of this yeah, too. Yeah, Josh so. has become like a huge advocate for me. Yeah, because I mean, fuck, man, you expect for like basic decency. And basically, this doctor is like a super nerd. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how she's very smart. she just acts like she's very smart, <laughs> but has no like personal skill. Like, no, has no, no interpersonal communication or skills. Bedside at all. manner, you can no. call it. Yeah. No, she's very okay. like. No sympathy. Yeah, no, none. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we had a the meeting with her back in April, and I, we were both kind of like off putted by her and just like, eh, she's not great, not not at all. So we're but we're like, all right, we'll give her a chance. We give her all this info. We give her, her mom's medical records. My mom came in. Mom came her. in with you, like my mom all of these got diagnosed things. at the Mayo Clinic. Actually, um, yeah, she had to best, go to the Mayo Clinic. Yeah, you know, hospital in the country. So many people. This is true fact. So many people end up having to leave their, you know, primary state, care yeah. doctors within their network and go out of, out of yeah. network and stuff to the Mayo Clinic to get. Yeah. Because like the Mayo Clinic, I think, I don't know if there's any medical people out there that know, the, know this. What's up? Uh, but like the Mayo Clinic knows. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah, my, highly regarded, very reputable yeah. as one of the best medical care providers Yeah, that's basically what they the told country. my mom is like, we can't figure it out. You need to go somewhere better than here. Yeah. And yeah. it took her like 30 years. Like she has so many problems from all the years that people told her that she was that this was in her head, that she's just lazy or, you know, some other bullshit like that. Or she had they told her she had Lyme disease, fibromyalgia, like you name it. They said she had it at one point and she never had any of these things. Yeah. She had this yeah. the whole time. And like now that she's. Well, she like, had her adrenal gland completely removed, and she's now on cortisol for the rest of her life. But she is so much better. Like, but yeah, she can't can even function tell you at a normal level. Like, 
activity wise and everything. Oh else. yeah. Like, she's like never stops now. I yeah. like, I'm amazed by how much energy she had. She napped so much when I was a kid. She was always in bed. Like so many of my memories of her, she was almost always in her bed when I came home from school, almost every day wow. napping. Mm. And she was exhausted. Like now that I'm going through it, I get it, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, it's so taxing on you physically to have an autoimmune disease, first of all, and then probably something else on top of it. Like, Mm-hmm. I don't know how I've been getting through like honestly well that's the thing too is like I, I don't understand like the way that this doctor is too is very by the book and yeah. it's very about like her interpretation of what she learned in college basically mm-hmm. and because every doctor's like I have my own way of doing things you know I mean not all but some do and she's one of those doctors that thinks that she knows best basically and but was refused and not open-minded to anything else we brought into the conversation she just like literally discount us or you know tell us that well my you know my take on it is different so therefore we're going with my take basically yeah and And she doesn't even entertain at all well we didn't even explain like we found out that a lot of patients with cushing syndrome do not have high cortisol it does not come back high. Yeah. And I read this on the Mayo Clinic website. So, like, they're not lying. No, on multiple and, websites. This isn't yeah. just Mayo. Like, l- yeah. look at any other reputable mm-hmm. one. They say that every single diagnosed case is, yeah. be- is the cortisol levels right. being high. And so, um, Stephanie, my friend, told me that she finally had a doctor test her ATCH, which I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's like a hormone or something, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they tested her for that. That's how they found her tumor. And now she's getting it out. And it's not like if I do have it, like a lot of these surgeries can be done through your nose. And it's not. Yeah, it's not a big deal at all. It's not like. And it could change my life. Totally. So um, she basically admitted to us that there's a good possibility I could have one of these tumors. But even if I do. Was like, we can't do anything. Yeah. She was like, we wouldn't be able to take it out because it wouldn't. It may not help. It may or it's not guaranteed fix, basically. So and we don't want to try won't pay for that. Kaiser and, won't cover that. Yeah. Unnecessary surgery is what so she said. So they won't give me a scan. I was like shocked that they wouldn't give me a scan. And then I asked, well, can you at least test my ATCH levels? We can like ACTH. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm probably screwing it up. But I was like, <laughs> can we test whatever hormone? Yeah. And she said, no, I couldn't believe she just, it. I was like shocked. I started crying. Josh had to take over. I almost cussed her out. <laughs> yeah, it was it was just like a like one of the worst conversations with a person ever in general. And I've had my this blood was a drawn so many times. She's our never doctor tested for this hormone. That tells us they're on our side and they're going to help us and everything. <sighs> Literally refusing to help us. And I was crying and saying at like, first I am she was saying that you. like Ky- oh, making this thing up to you personally like that. Kaiser wasn't going to pay for this, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I honestly think Kaiser probably would fucking pay for this. Yeah. And she's just telling you that because That's why we need to get on the phone with them. Ultimately, we I literally asked her flat out. I'm like, so is this so you're basically stopping all of Kendall's treatment at this point and just saying she's fine. It's something else. And just discrediting her mom. And discrediting. This. Yeah. All of this evidence. Overwhelming. With glandular issues <laughs> run like back in my family for years, too. So. And yet the thing that's just. And every blows my symptom, fucking mind like, about this whole fuck? thing is the fucking fact this doctor knows Kendall's had like three blood tests and not once did this doctor think hmm maybe I, maybe should, I should test her ACTH levels yeah. because that could indicate that there's they have taken vials of my blood vials and vials and vials and they never was tested this shit I was so mad and then when she said like she wouldn't even test me like I seriously had to say please begging I'm we begging were she was she was like she literally said you're like yeah. I'm literally begging you to test me for this ACTH. Yeah. 
when meanwhile we pay for the best level of care at Kaiser yeah. for me, Josh has like the most basic one because you didn't even go to the doctor, <laughs> you know. But we knew like, yeah, yeah. you know, I have all these problems, and right. this, should, this is the year we should tackle it. We should get all this. Yeah, scan. we thought we were going to get a good experience yeah. and good service. We hit our deductible, good. so I thought we were going to get. We paid thousands of dollars you know, at Kaiser scans. already, and oh. we've got nothing to show for it. It makes me so mad that I could like I could go one of two ways with it. Is how I was telling my mom like I could get really mad and get like depressed and angry and like just go in a dark place, or I could just be, you know, hopeful that I'm young still and like I'm not gonna go through this for fifty years like my mom did or thirty years. Sorry, it's like makes me cry because it's like I just can't believe she went through that for so long, and that's my biggest fear is like going through that forever you know no, and having a doctor no. doctor tell you you're fine like i can't even tell you how many times this woman has called me with test results <laughs> like going back Horrible. to like may and saying starting out with like good news yeah which is you're fine terrible it terrible. makes me like want to punch someone seriously that's not good news that is <sighs> fucking disappointing news that is yeah. another day that you don't know what the fuck is going yeah. on with you and that's ridiculous. She's so obnoxious. I couldn't even believe yes, it. It was just a crazy. I wish we had recorded I it because it was pretty weird. Again. And like, I don't know. It would have been interesting to hear. See what I you guys thought shocked. of it. But I know we should have fucking should have fucking recorded it because it. it was pretty wild. And, you know, we want to like yeah, let people was. know that this happened and shouldn't happen. Like yeah. we should hold our fucking healthcare providers to higher standards. You know, we yeah. pay a lot of money. Like It's crazy how much we pay. And then like I was tweeting about it and I had people from all over the world like like commenting on it and saying like, oh my God, America's that bad. Yeah, it's bad. Well, we dude, have like the worst health this is that This is a great segue story to what I was going to talk about first. And that is literally the U.S. ranks last among 11 countries, which include the U.K., which was ranked best. Mm. We are okay. last. We are the richest nation, but we have the shittiest health care. And we have shitty basically. schools and shitty prisons. Yeah, and, all of our, oh all of this is, this is literally what I was saying. Because all our yesterday. money goes towards military, pretty much. The trillions of dollars. Yeah, and DOD. it's missing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And fuck if they got alien technology. Why the fuck aren't you releasing that to everybody? Because what yeah. the fuck, man? This is a thing, guys. Like, fuck, they could literally be holding us back from a whole. We could be so much like 50 years farther into the future right now or more, maybe. Mm-hmm. shit's being blocked and in the, in the, yeah it's just shitty healthcare in the u.s and like you know a lot of people say like oh the, all the independent healthcare providers compete and they make they have to lower the prices and better service but that's not the case man they're not like that because no. oh, it's just so fucking fucking crazy that we're the richest nation and yet and we pay probably the most out of anybody for healthcare alone yeah and it's just we do garbage, actually man. it's like I mean, I don't know if any of you have had good uh, experiences with healthcare providers, but I'd be, I'd love to know which ones are the good ones. Because <laughs> fuck, it's it's like People hard to know. People say Blue Shield's pretty good. I've heard. Yeah, I don't even know. So we're on. Basically, she told us to get a second opinion. And, and I said, I'm, we're going to leave Kaiser. You're, you're like, going to lose two people Kaiser. because of you, and we're going to report that to you know whoever when we leave. <laughs> I told this. <laughs> I told God, this I bitch. So- Sorry. <laughs> I have some animosity towards this woman. Well, you know what? She's put mm. us through fucking hell. It's been a really shitty year and she hasn't even given us like I'm she hasn't even said once. I'm sorry you're going through that. Not one bit. My main doctor even I like I cried at the doctors all the time and I started crying in front of him and he was at least like got me a tissue and like waited until I was done to like continue speaking and just said like I'm sorry. You know, yeah. that's Show all some it basic take. human emotion. She doesn't even look up from her computer. She's no, like, no, no. Oh, it makes me so mad. <laughs> sorry, Josh and I could get really pissed about this. No, I wish that's why I wish I recorded it because it'd probably be 
like kind of funny <sighs> to hear back, but it would piss me off then. again. But yeah, it was just a shitty experience. And I basically was like, we're, oh, I told her that I was going to contact like the director of endocrinology. I don't yeah. even know if they have a director of endocrinology. Yeah, she got really nervous after But you I said was that. like, I'm going to, I want to talk to basically your superior because like all doctors have a boss too, you know? Yeah. There's a chief of something over there, mm-hmm. as we've learned from Grey's Anatomy. But, um, <laughs> chief, who's the chief now? Yeah, who's the chief at that There's hospital? a chief every season now, a new chief. It was like <laughs> Bailey, then it was. The redhead doctor. Oh, that fucking show had I had to stop watching it after like season um, 13 or something. I couldn't do it anymore. But I, this is interesting though. I, I I know there's other people in the U.S. that have had shitty experiences with our healthcare. I know yeah. that's like not, this is not an unusual story no, by any means. This, this is, is just so another common. example. Yeah, that's happens. what I've learned by talking about this online is like there <laughs> are so many of you that are like, Kendall, like I sympathize with you and I'm going through the same thing or worse things like people who have cancer or their parents are dying of cancer and they can't get them certain care. I had someone tell me that like their father was getting a scan, a head scan at Kaiser and they like crushed his head <laughs> in the fucking machine. Dude, what the like he you, lived, he's okay. There's some janky but I mean, ass but shit. He's over not because he has cancer and he's dying. He, he could have even passed by now. But like, what the fuck? Yeah, God. it's just like, and then they didn't even do anything for him. They didn't like, you know, they should have sued. I, I just think that basically we came to the conclusion that we don't want to be with Kaiser anymore because we don't want to. Go see doctors that are beholden to yeah. the healthcare insurance provider. They work for the insurance it company. It doesn't work. Once man. you think about it, you're like, oh, okay. Because it does make it affordable if you're like a family that doesn't have any health problems. If we had just had two kids, yeah, and it's I great have for any me. Problems, it's cheap. Like my yeah, healthcare is relatively it's cheap. Very convenient. All the doctors communicate. I don't think Kaiser's necessarily bad. No, it's not right for everyone. It's definitely not right for people with like severe health problems. Yeah, or need like really you need some care. people to really like dig in and and mm-hmm. dig a bit deeper than it seems that they yeah. do. You know, I couldn't so. believe it. I'm like, so you're just going to let me keep living my life like this. That's I was, what like, I was like, I cannot go through this. And I was like, oh, I can't even get through Basically like, oh, even. well, fuck off. Go get another opinion then. Yeah. I can't believe she said that. Like, <laughs> you gave up on me after, like, I the was worst working thing, previous though, was, endocrinology for like three years. I know. We're going to go, we're going to, basically, we're going to tr- get another healthcare provider to go yeah. back to the one that initially we're like not gonna give up you, this is so. a setback but we're not gonna give up we're just gonna start over yeah <laughs> at least we have some test results to work with now but jesus man it's terrible and this <sighs> is, is not uncommon in the u.s this is yeah again like i said just another story of literally new ones that pop yeah. up every day to all of you out there struggling it's with bad. problems in the healthcare system like you're not alone there's many many of us now i want to look at i don't i know nothing about the uk health system at all i we know nothing just about fucking it move i would i, I would wonder, move to like, canada australia or the uk like no problem dude i know i i would too. if i didn't love Which my family we i would move for sure canada like would be no easy because then we could still come home <laughs> yeah canada would be easy yeah Canada's like vancouver lit. or something like we're oh. gonna go next year my manager lives out there so we want to go visit yeah but I'm curious to see, you know, I'm sure a lot of you let us know in comments and things like that, that your experience is much different than ours. And I wonder what countries you're from, because the rest of those countries that are ahead of us in healthcare quality and standards, Germany, Netherlands, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, France, Norway, Sweden, Switzerland are all have better healthcare systems. Doesn't surprise me. They have better everything. They have better priorities. That's what's really going on. We have the lowest life expectancy, too, out of those. Welcome to America. Highest infant mortality rate still. How does that happen? Infant mortality? Yeah. 
still the highest. Well, that could be that could be something to do with the amount of drug use and alcohol yeah, use we yeah, have. Yeah, I was gonna say for sure. Because that doesn't really make sense, but that Here, would explain it. Did you know that medical errors are the third leading killer in the U.S. after heart disease medical and cancer? Medical errors. Medical errors. Fuck. The third third leading, leading killer in the U.S. Oh God, that's heart so disease scary. and cancer are the first two. That's so scary. And it accounts for 10% of all American deaths or 250,000 deaths every year. Jeez. Medical errors. Yeah. Damn. And this is because 50% of doctors still use fucking paper, guys. If you've never <laughs> noticed that, you're, some doctors are still using like pen and paper out that's there. That's wild. Yeah. Isn't it? I, I didn't even think that was a... I'm like, I can't believe that's a thing. Yeah. Why, this is costing lives because people are fucking up their paper records. Yeah. And people are dying. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I like it's insane. Sorry, I'm to laughing, me. but that's just so fucked. Like, oh my God. So, how many doctor's offices have like, do some of them have completely converted to computers? Yes. Yeah, some are 100% electronic, like with iPads and shit. And like, yeah. Cause yeah. like when I went to the doctors like a little bit ago, they couldn't even like get something over email. They had to have like me drop it off so they could. Like, Kaiser still like, uses a lot of paper. paper records and they just have like. Huge and the doctors just sign into the like little computers to like for your visit. But <sighs> Kaiser doesn't even have a way you can like email your doctor or call your doctor directly. They don't have a phone number directly. to. It's them. because there's way too less. Do- like there's not enough yeah. doctors. Basically. Yeah. There's like 50 patients way too per less. doctor. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder how many patients your endocrine probably had a lot. She probably was like, "You're at the bottom of the list" because she didn't think you had anything wrong. With yeah, you. she. They basically want to wait until it's bad. Like I think she wanted to say, "Like wait until that tumor grows a little more, and then maybe you can get some help." Once we bitch. see it peeking through, I couldn't believe she was like, "God!" Like I, I emailed her back when she first because when she first told me I couldn't get the scan, she was like. You can't get the scan because if you do, you might have a brain tumor. Which and you fuck, might who, want I want to get know it if out. I have a brain tumor. Yeah, what and then she's like, and you might want to get it out, and Kaiser may not pay for it, and it may not help you anyway. I can't believe she told you. This. She seriously said, and you might want to get it out. <laughs> I was like, what is with that? All, I wrote her back and I said, with all due respect, it's my decision to know if I have a brain yeah. tumor first of all, and then my decision to take it out or not. After a doctor has given me information, like I was so disgusted. My experience was so bad, it was, like, insane. But a lot of people go through similar stuff, man. It's really sad because what I'm confused about is, like, if you're going to be a doctor, like, doesn't that mean you want to help people? And, like, so many doctors do. So what's up with the doctors that are just, like, so cold-hearted? Like, why don't you go work in research or something? Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, she should be, like, a a research and development type person. She should be, like, a behind-the-scenes person, not a customer-facing person. Yeah, like... Jeez, I feel like you should learn some bedside manner to be able to graduate because it's like really yeah, disappointing how yeah. some people are. Because like, come on, like a lot of the pain with any like medical condition is, you know, coming from your doctor. Like, yeah, they have to tell you shit that is like could be potentially life altering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so a big wanna, deal. Like you, you should to have to be people. able to communicate and have some basic you have human to have people skills, connection and decency. And some doctors just don't. They just no. fucking don't. They're they're there for the the fun or the money or something. I don't know. Yeah. But part of the that you know the fact I just talked about the fifty percent of doctors use paper. Another huge problem to this too is that like like with you, how many doctors mm-hmm. have you seen in your lifetime so far? <laughs> oh my gosh! I've just in the past. Couple how many of years, you? 
I've had like five or six insurance. And if we do another one, it could be seven. Part of the, the problem is everybody's bouncing around from doctor to doctor. Like yeah, 19 is just doctor. the average. Okay. That makes sense. So that means there's people that do far more and far, you know, a little bit less. I but. saw the same doctor for my whole life until I was 18. And then every year that's great. I've seen a that's different great. Doctor. Not many, I don't think many people out there can be like, I've seen one doctor my whole life. Well, not one my whole life, but since I was like or a five, pediatric to a one right. adult doctor. Yeah, but then they kicked my ass out and told me to get someone else. Do you believe this? What? Do you believe this? Do you think medical providers do better financially when they make mistakes in patient care because they get paid again to fix the problem? No. I don't think any doctor in their right mind would purposely make a mistake because if you killed someone, you're going to get sued. Like, why would you would. They would make a calculated risk and be like, fuck that, that's too... I don't believe that. Okay. Okay. What? Like, I don't think they would be like, oh, I'm going to... You don't think they would, like, purposely... Yeah, let me leave a sponge in there so that they have to come back and get it out and they can pay me again. (laughs) Uh, Chances are, like... I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it's happened, though. I bet it's happened. I don't know, man. That's crazy. Like, to risk your medical license, then you're fucked. Like, for what? Just so they come back and have one more surgery? But it it could even be something minor, too. It doesn't have to be something, like, complete... Like, just... Just coming back, like kind of maybe like slightly fucking up, and like they okay, have to so come like back putting in. a a cream they on re- them that's going to give you a rash. So like, let's say back. you had minor surgery and tonsils. What could it, happen? They weren't sure if it was going to work the first time. If it didn't work, then they didn't cut them all out. You could come back. They the doctor could come back and just have the insurance provider pay again. And they can do yeah. a redo basically, and you wouldn't have to pay for it. I don't know. I think that's a bit out there. Yeah, I think I think it could be a bit out there. Do you think there's enough disease prevention out there? Um, <laughs> like, how, what do you know about diseases or what ones you're most susceptible for? You I don't know? know that much about diseases, honestly. It kind of creeps me out. It does, too. It gives me anxiety, too. When I start thinking about all the diseases I, I could develop. Don't tell me. <laughs> I don't want to know. God. Spare them, too. Am I the only one that does that? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so... Let's talk about the opioid addiction crisis because yeah. this is one of the big fucking things that's just mind-blowing, honestly, mm-hmm. that the magnitude of this thing has just gotten cra- like out I've of control. I've completely lost four family members because of, like, direct family members because of opioids. Not lost them, I but, mean, like, lost them in my life. They're alive, but... It's, like, everywhere. I think yeah. almost everybody out there now can be, like, I know somebody that struggled with opioids or is addicted to opioids. like Or, like, something worse, like heroin or something. Yeah, well, that's opioids, so anything. And I know. It gets... But, I mean, it's different. Because, like... It's the same, but it's... The whole thing is... A whole nother level. Like, with heroin, like you just said, is... They start out... It could start out just, like... A lot of people start out just from a pres- one prescription or a couple prescriptions from surgery or something, and then... yeah they're on it that's all you need like to get addicted and then once you get addicted to it you have to obviously get more and more but eventually most people it gets too expensive to just do you know buy a prescription because once you can't get a prescription then you're really like in a tough spot so yeah that makes sense but eventually like a lot of people turn to heroin because it's cheaper and are just maybe more readily available than you know yeah it is black market prescription pills out yeah, there. It is. And you can take less of it and get a right. better effect. That's why a lot of people end up on it. Yeah. And then it's, it's just crazy. Like I can't even imagine being addicted to 
either of those things. And I can only imagine the the battle it is with, with yeah, those drugs. And then like, you're at the point where you're not even enjoying it anymore. You're not like enjoying your experience on heroin or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're sick. You're taking it so that you can like get through your day or else you're puking and shaking and sweating. It's horrible. I've seen people go through withdrawals. It's awful. Yeah. And for those that don't know, opioids bind to receptors in the brain and spinal cord, which disrupts pain signals. And they also obviously activate the reward areas of the brain with the release of dopamine. Are we going to talk about that dude that like said it was all good? What? I'm just going to talk about it. We watched this documentary oh. and there was this commercial of from like the 70s or something of this guy talking about how opioids are safe and non-addictive. And it was a national TV commercial. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that. Are we going to talk? So, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy to me because, like, what the hell? We're going to talk about specifically, like, how did this even start? Where did it come from? How did it get this bad? How did we get to this point where it's this huge epidemic? Uh Just last year, there were 72,000 overdose deaths in the United States alone. That's wild. And nearly 50,000 was where an opioid was involved. And now, more than 130 people die every day from opioid-related drug overdoses. And the number of opioid prescriptions dispensed by doctors has steadily increased from 112 million prescriptions in 1992 to now a peak of 282 million in 2012. And this is old data, so it's probably far more than that now. But they've started to come back down a bit. But now there's just more and more different synthetic drugs that are hitting the market too with fentanyl. And now I just heard there's another one that's like fucking 100 times more than fentanyl or morphine. It's crazy. Like now there's these synthetic opioids being developed, um, which are being used as like anesthetic for surgery. Um, But they also alleviate severe pain associated with like terminal illnesses like cancer and other things. Mac Miller had taken that. Fentanyl. Yeah, the dr- yeah. So fentanyl is a hundred hundred. Actually, fentanyl is the one that's a hundred times more powerful than morphine. Yeah, it's just a small dose of that is deadly. Could be deadly for you. But I wanted to talk about um, some of the uh, opioid stuff as it relates to. Um, oh God, I just blinked. <laughs> As it relates to how, you know, the crisis actually got started here. Yeah. This is pretty interesting stuff. So how did, you know, like where did, obviously morphine is like, I think the first opioid that we really used. And and that was during the Civil War. So 1861 yeah. to 1865, they would like, use morphine as a battlefield anesthetic. Which, I mean, good. Which is fucking like, crazy. I can't even, There's places oh. when you need it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. God, I can't believe there was a time where soldiers didn't have that kind of thing. Right? That's so crazy to me. Yeah, so it started with that. And then in 1898, heroin is first produced commercially by the Bear Company. Bear? Yeah. Like Bear Aspirin. Oh my gosh. Like Bay. B- yeah, they B- first produced Y-A-R? heroin. Great. Thank you, Bear. And at that time, 1898, heroin was believed to be less habit forming than morphine. So it was dispensed to individuals who were addicted to morphine. Oh. So they, they created it, essentially. And then in 1914, Congress passed the Harrison Narcotics Act, which required that doctors write prescriptions for narcotic drugs like opioids and cocaine. So that's when the, that's when the prescription started. 
And then heroin was banned in 1924. And then in 1970 is when all the Controlled Substance Act, uh, when that became law, and they created all the different schedules for drugs, which we talked about Mm -hmm. uh, in the Hemp podcast. But they basically put heroin as a Schedule One drug while morphine and fentanyl and methadone were Schedule Two. And then Vicodin, hydrocodone uh, was Schedule Three originally until they raised it. But <clears throat> so that just kind of gives you a little bit of a background of how, you know, how things progress because we're going to be talking about how literally the prescription companies are getting paid to, are, are just making mass amounts yeah, of money. Sick amounts these. of money. Yeah. Um, and then let's see, I wanted to bring up uh, in 2007, the federal government brings criminal charges against Purdue Pharma for misleadingly advertising yeah. Oxycontin as safer and less addictive than other opioids. That's so wild. Imagine how many addictions that created. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy to me. And they actually, the company and three executives were charged with misleading and defrauding physicians and consumers. And they pled guilty, agreeing to pay a $634.5 million in criminal and civil fines. And three executives got uh, criminal misdemeanor charges. So there's there's actual evidence of the pharmaceutical companies creating drugs, essentially. The amount of money that goes into it is insane, too. And false advertising. Yeah. It's crazy how much they spend on the advertising versus how much they're spending on like actually creating the medications. Mm-hmm. Like the majority of their money goes towards advertising. Check this out. In May 2015, the DEA announced that it had arrested 280 people, including 22 doctors and pharmacists, after a 15 month sting operation centered on healthcare Damn. providers who dispense large amounts of opioids. Interesting. The sting was called Operation Polluted. It's the largest prescription prescription drug bust in the history of the DEA. So they busted like a ring of them, basically, that were prescribing huge amounts of mm-hmm. uh, opioids. And then getting into And obviously they were getting paid, too. Like, oh, yeah. Basically like a drug dealer. Like. Mm-hmm. So do you think doctors profit from prescribing drugs? No shit. <laughs> do you believe that the more opioids doctors prescribe then they make more money because of that. Yes, of course. And they they work with certain ones. Have you ever been to the doctor and they're like, oh, have a sample of this? Yeah. <laughs> I always get NuvaRing samples. They're always like handing out NuvaRings like candy at my gynecologist. They basically like agree to be like an affiliate. Like, Yeah, they're like an affiliate and an influencer. It's so yeah. like pretty much the same. Because mm-hmm. like why, have you ever wondered like, let's say you have allergies or something and there's multiple types of medications you could be on for it. Have you ever wondered why they suggest something specific? Like obviously it, it could be to like avoid a medication interaction or an allergy or like something like that. But why are they favoring some over others? Is it possible they have a relationship with that brand? Yes, absolutely. Exactly. A hundred percent. That's what's going on. In 2014 and 2015, opioid manufacturers paid hundreds of doctors across the country Six-figure sums, hundreds of thousands of dollars for speaking, consulting, and other services. Thousands of other doctors were paid over 25000 during that time. So basically, the more popular of the doctor that you are and the more following that the doctor has, potentially, it's literally like influencers. Like they Do get you think paid. doctors have like Instagram accounts now oh, that are yeah. trying to be famous? Oh, yeah, dude. I think In any profession, there's like police officers doing it. There's, Everybody. there must be doctors. 
I know like plastic surgeons and stuff do it. Surgeons for sure. Yeah. Your doctor young boy could have a Twitter. Well, now teachers do, principals do, like. Yeah, yeah. my mom's on Twitter and like, yeah, yeah, like what? She's like in administration and she like had to make a Twitter this year. Yeah. Because like the social media platforms have now traversed into the business world and, you know, the rest of the social media world. So yeah, they're trying to the more following that you have, you get can paid you get paid more. The more recognition <laughs> you have, the higher caliber of education, things like that, like you, you can get six-figure <laughs> sums for like talking at events about the the prescriptions and things like that. So Yeah, you're like a rep or like an athlete, like sponsor anything. And it's all qu- it's quantity based too, like how much of that particular <laughs> drug you sell depends on it determines your payout too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's really crazy. So How many they can, patients you have on it? I wonder if there's anything that's set up that like like a patient you get a percentage of their thing every month that they fill it. Like the longer they're on it, like yeah. I wonder if it's like that. Yeah, I, I mean, can you imagine? Is that so like legal? how many prescriptions did you write this week? How Is do they that track legal? That? Like, do you think they like really yeah, it's really legal. say like okay, so I sent eighty five to Paxil or whatever. I okay, think it's, it's one hundred and fifty per person. I mean, what was it, that fucking website even recently? I mean, it's not medical necessarily, but, like, it's a good example. Um, better help, right? Yeah. The, the counseling app. Yeah. That co- they contacted us, and they straight up told us, hey, refer this to your depressed fans and <laughs> make 200 we'll bucks pay you $200. For, for I was like, fan. what? And this is before they had all this controversy, and we were like, "Fuck no, goodbye." We didn't I was even like, respond. That sound, I just thought it was a scam. I was like, "This is scammy." I didn't know it was. I've asked my cousin about it because she's like actually in counseling, and she's like, "I just don't see how you can replace an possible. actual counselor." Like, yeah, maybe in addition, but like, see the idea here, but but it's the same type of thing. Every in- influencer that gets someone right. to 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 like feel like they need something, or they tell them like, "I'm." You know, this will help you. This is going to help you. Just like a doctor would with the medication. They get, a, a, you know, 200 bucks or something. Yeah. That's three the people. The fact that's that the payout's bucks. really big is like crazy. Insane. And yeah. there's a reason it's like that on an app like BetterHelp. Yep. There's a lot of money in this medical world. That technically is part of the medical yeah. world. So, Because I've never had a referral program offer that. Nor, it, normally yeah. it's like five bucks. It's crazy. It's like I've never 5%, seen 10%. Like, I was like, this is so weird. Like something's <laughs> really weird about this. So uh, and it did end up being really weird. Yeah, scammy as fuck. But anyway, that's an example. But another real problem that I see, and as far as I know, it this is only a problem in the U.S. and New Zealand. But let me know otherwise. That over-the-counter drugs, um, or the fact that we allow prescription drugs to be advertised on TV, as well as over-the-counter. But we're one of two countries that can actually show those ads on TV and how how many of you are so annoyed when the prescription ads come like you oh, instantly want to mute God. it or like fucking turn off the TV everyone gives me shit because I love so like when I was a kid my parents always had TV on like I it was always on in our house like, <laughs> opposite so I for me no opposite. TV and I like it bothers me silence bothers me I always like background noise even if it's just commercials I know it's so fucked up like I it drives them insane. It drives I everyone insane. It. Like I admit it, but it comforts me. I like to. It makes me feel like other people are in the room or something. Normally, I don't even pay attention to what's on there, but I watch the morning shows and stuff like that. And I know all of the prescription drug songs. Like oh, every God. time they come on, like, oh yeah, God, which one was it? 
me and my cousin were singing it for so long. Like the go your own way. Oh my go god. Go your own uh, way. What medication is that for? It's like uh, Triceva or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. There's so many and they There's all have so songs many. and then the the fucking Beautiful stock scenes. footage. Like oh my oh, god. it's always people that you're like, God, their life looks fucking together. <laughs> Like I get on it's that medication, like, and then I'm gonna be like at the fair with my husband and like kissing, holding an ice cream cone. It's always like the most ridiculous stuff. Like they the have so much money that. to advertise and get that much yeah. airtime. It's a so lot. That it's like they're like two minutes the long sometimes. All, in every commercial break, it seems there's one prescription one. commercial, and they're so long to buy that big. They're of like space. two minutes. Yeah. And just the production quality is so much better than a lot of it like, looks even like, like Geico or something. Yeah, like it's it's like it's crazy. movie quality filming for most of them. Stunning cinematics usually, like and just like mm-hmm. scenes of nature and peacefulness. It's always while they're like, reading off, you might die yeah, from this. Yeah, they're like, we have no idea how this will affect you. This is so going to give you diarrhea, acne, and possibly death. Enjoy. Yeah, and. According to my research, we're one of two countries that even allows this. That's so, so crazy. Can- again, me. Canada, UK, Ireland, None of them Australia, do. you know, it's a lot better for them. They don't have to listen to shit. So it's us and New Zealand and even New Zealand. Yeah. And New Zealand, it. I think, is trying to like get that. They're like, they, they're like finally like realizing like this is stupid. But they banned like, CBD. But then there, there will just be more over the counter ads probably. Because they still have that like for aspirin and you yeah. know, Advil, Tylenol. Yeah, which I mean, whatever. Like Pepto Bismol. That kind of stuff. I mean, sometimes you need that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's always a natural. Well, that's the thing I wanted to mention too. Like, I don't want to make it seem like I hate the pharmaceuticals. Like, no, I'm on medications. I have to be on. Like, I I fully understand. Not die, but be very sick. Many of these medications are absolutely necessary. Yeah, and really do help us. It's not all evil. No, not all of them. It's a lot of the ones that are mental, like SSRIs and like medicines for depression anxiety like those right. kind of things are addictive and obviously like opioids or anything that can you can get addicted to should be like monitored yeah. and but not all medications are bad no yeah no yeah some really fucking help like yeah dude if i didn't have fucking claritin i'd be a, yeah i'd be a man i'd be like yeah <laughs> like yeah, but all the some time prescription medicines aren't bad either yeah you know i was that talking is a to um <laughs> i was talking to a subscriber I told her we were going to do the pharmacy episode and she was like, I'm a pharmacist. So she was messaging me with some interesting stuff. I should check my Twitter and remember what she said. But um, I hope to one day, let me know, let us know what you think. But I hope one day we can like get an expert for all these different things and we can actually like talk back and forth about this stuff with a pharmacist. Yeah. No, just, she was telling me, she's like, it's a total like, conspiracy. She was like, the saddest thing is that all the medications that are like harmful for people like opioids, like, yeah. you know, Things that mess with your brain and things that that. if you had too much of, you could really get fucked up from them or could give you something else or could cause another illness. All of those are normally more affordable for people and insurance covers them. And then she's like, and then I'll have like old people come in for like their insulin or something or like something they really need or, you know, (sighs) uh, what's it called? Those shots, those allergy shots wouldn't have been priced recently. The bee sting ones. The EpiPens. Yeah. The EpiPens. That fucking. Which I'm allergic to bees, but I don't have to like have the pin. Like I have like very, I just get like itchy and puffy but like some people need that pen and it went up in price and a lot of people can't afford it but like like for example some i used to get um the drug name is alprazolam it's xanax for flight anxiety and my pers- it would always be my cheapest prescription anytime i picked it up before flights or something <sighs> it's like three dollars yeah no seriously 
It's crazy. Those ones are the cheapest. The and generics, then the stuff yeah. that people really need and like. absolutely need to survive on, they take advantage of that. Because, like, if it's more of a medication where you could choose to be on it, you're not. it's not life-threatening, mm-hmm. then they make it more affordable. But if it's something that you need or you will die, they, right. they jack the prices up. Yeah. I mean, that seems like the trend. Like, Yeah. Maybe not in all cases, purpose? but a lot of cases. Is that on purpose? Are they doing that on purpose? Or is that just by chance they decided to do that? Because that, that's going to cause a lot of people to not be able to afford their drugs and that's a reality too is like a lot of people can't even afford their treatment they can't afford the prescription drugs themselves and even the generics even which i'm like what's the deal with generics like why is there why is there like nam nam brand jesus name brand prescription drugs and generic i don't really know like but I had a doctor aren't they made in the like, same fucking place or is there literally like generic factories and there's like name brand factories like i don't know but what's I the deal with that shit? when it comes to thyroid medication i was on the um i started out with the name brand which i think is oh, i'm gonna get all confused it's either synthroid's the name brand or level thyroxine is the one of the one or the other is the name brand one and i started on the name brand one and then after being on it for a while and still having problems i had a doctor tell me like you should switch to or the no, generic. no, I was on the generic. I did name brand, then switched to generic. Oh. And he told me to go back to the name, name brands brand. don't work. He said, no, the generic didn't work. He said that it wasn't going to work as well. And I was like really skeptical because I was like, isn't this the same medication though? Like it should be the same thing. Again, what's the difference between generic and I don't know, name but brand? he told me to switch. And then after a year, I didn't see a difference and I was paying extra. So I just switched back to generic. It's and they always odd. default to generic because fuck? that's so weird i've never even really thought about that generic yeah because that's that's super interesting oh here we go so generic drugs are copies yeah okay they have exactly the same dosage intended use effective uh effects side effects administer it's basically just a copycat yeah so there should be no difference mm-hmm. yeah it's the existing thing they work in the same way. Yeah. So there's no. Di- so what a fucking. Is it really that ridiculous? It's the same idea as like going to the grocery store, getting generic brand versus like. That's what Heinz I was, I was ketchup, seriously you know? just thinking about that. Like, is it just for people like so and what's the difference stupid? between Heinz ketchup and like off brand? But that doesn't make any fucking sense because if they're giving everybody the generics and how the fuck are the name brands still in business? I don't know. None of it makes sense. That's why there's you know, there's a conspiracy when shit doesn't. Add yeah, up. there's some questions there for sure. We need to God, and not to this. mention the amount of um I just want to point out really quickly the amount of politicians on both sides like it's about uh even on both sides mm-hmm. um Republicans and Democrats that get huge donations from Big Pharma. You can type in there's a website I think it's called opensecret.com I'm pretty sure .org or something but if you type in like open secret Big Pharma uh, donations politicians or something like that it'll come up and it'll have like a little chart and it's like so many people and so, yeah, definitely something to keep in mind when voting for someone. Just going to say that. God. Did you know that the big pharma often uses, lets their executives name their products and that they changed all, like all the names for prescription drugs are supposed to be three or four letter acronyms and things like that. Like very simple. But they're like mesotrexamine. They try to make it like catchy though. Don't you think? Like some of the names are like Triceba. Like Tri-C- they keep it simple Tri-C- though. Tri-C- as opposed to like 
medications <laughs> that have been around a long time, you know, like asimodafin or whatever. <laughs> asimodafin? Asimodafin. Asimodafin. I don't know how to say that fucking word. But you know what I'm talking about, the Advil or Tylenol, the actual real name for it. I want to find for people that don't have these commercials in their country what they sound like. So I'm trying to find like a little oh god, don't don't curse all of our ears with that. I won't play anything long, but it's actually (laughs) so crazy. Like if you've never seen a drug commercial, you definitely need to see one. Hang on. So they all (laughs) they came up with. So they often go for new names that are three or four words long, allowing them to form a catchy acronym. So like erectile dysfunction or ED. (laughs) See how nice and easy that is? Like, if you have ED. Or MS. Yeah, or like they create those little acronyms. This is also something that happens uh, with uh, Big Pharma, and that is the practice of ghostwriting, which involves pharmaceutical pharmaceutical companies paying off doctors to slap their names on some uh, very positive review or commentary, which is basically a little more than an advertisement for the product and then attempt to slip it into medical journals. Can you believe that? Basically, like putting a stamp on it, being like, "This is approved. This is good shit," and let and getting it into medical journals and stuff, so that it can start being advertised. It's so crazy, dude! I can. There's not. a lot. There's definitely a lot of issues and a lot of. And these are like these aren't just like shit I'm making up. All right, right now. here's this. Oh no! What is this? Oh no! What America oh, sees no, every day: no. prescription drug drug abuse is on the rise, is what it says. Abilify. Five hits. With Advair. Crestor. Symbolta. And see. Humeric. Intermezzo. Levomir Flexpan. Lyrica. ADHD. It's my depression. COPD. But your erectile dysfunction. Bad cholesterol. Depression. Moderate to severe flax psoriasis. Oh, God, it's insomnia. already killing me. High blood sugar in adults and children with diabetes. Fibromyalgia. Chronic widespread pain. Lyrica. For everyone. They're all one. Crestor is not for everyone. Not work for everyone. It's not for everyone. Ask your dermatologist. Call your doctor. This shit ain't Talk for everybody. Dude, come on now. You don't see Ask the trend doctor. here? That's between you and your doctor. Talk to your doctor. <laughs> they all Ask use that, like, doctor. soothing voice. Ask your doctor. Ask your doctor. Call your doctor right away. If you have nausea, dry mouth, and constipation, dizziness or fainting may occur upon That voice, standing. like comforting you. Cause symptoms such as sweating, shakiness, <laughs> confusion, and headache. Changes in mood, behavior, or thoughts. Decreased appetite, <laughs> trouble sleeping. Five AMs. Dry mouth, diarrhea, and nausea. You might die. Check this out, though. I don't know if this is 100% true. Driving, eating, but you're not enjoying this. I am enjoying it. Awake without remembering the event the next day. Intermezzo. <laughs> Lyrica. And death. Have you so guys yeah, ever heard those? That's just a taste. That's a minute long. There's six minutes more of that. Oh, yeah. It goes on and on and on forever. Yep. But there is um, some people that used to be like pharmaceutical reps that said that oftentimes when a prescription drug first gets approved for market and becomes available for, for doctors to prescribe, that only 50% of the side effects have been uncovered so there's 50 percent that they still don't know yeah. how it would react because that's like, why they just say a bunch a of drug. shit yeah. that could happen right. hoping they cover all bases. covers all like, the bases. could be this this, yeah. this 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 we're not really sure but if you die it's a side effect and so. it's not on us right you know closing that you know when you took this drug yeah you bought it you. make sure you talk to your doctor about it even though they won't tell you that i feel like i learn more about drugs from the prescription commercials than i do from my doctor though I have been put on drugs, many different drugs in my life because I yeah, have all and your types doctors of health never problems. Explain, like, no, 
which is I had crazy. one doctor that had me on medication for my anxiety and depression. And then I found out after three years of being on it. That it was like working against you. It right? was working against me. It was causing weight gain. It was causing sleep issues. It was causing <sighs> so many things. And then it was like working against it. And it didn't even help anxiety. It's not a medication used to treat anxiety. So my anxiety was raging. My depression was kind of fixed. But like I wasn't getting it. And I was like, why? And they kept upping the dose, dude. I had a doctor, a different doctor than up the dose. It took me going to an actual psychiatrist who understood the medication to be like, this is not what you should be on, dude. So now I'm trying to slowly wean off it because I've been on it for so long that now like just taking it out, I could like start getting really depressed again. Like it sucks. The world of medications is just like so complicated. And there's so just messy. too many. There's too much like smoke in the air like we can't see smoke through it to see the full picture here like it's just too smoky so <laughs> we need to clear the smoke so that we can see the full see actually what's going on right mm -hmm. <laughs> clear the smoke hashtag. sorry that probably is a weird yeah that was thing. a weird in my head it made say. sense but clear the smoke clear the smoke and then you can read but did you know this every Prescription drug company has a monopoly on every non-generic drug they produce. Dang. Monopoly. That's crazy. How is that even legal? Yep. That'd be not legal in any other industry but this. See, no, they don't play by the rules. And that's the biggest problem in the country is there's so many people just not playing by the rules and not playing fair. And that's yeah. how we're ending up fucked in every corner yeah. of America. Everybody's out for themselves. Yeah, man. it's really bad. <laughs> it's crazy. So yeah, it's making prices way higher than they need to be. God. So in some countries, the same drug can cost a hundred times what it does in a different place. That is so bizarre. Like the prices are just there's no regulation on the prices at all. I know. So they can literally jack it up as high as they want. God, thinking I mean, and when we say the best healthcare in the world or America's the worst healthcare in the world, we're talking about four developed countries. Because obviously, like, there's countries without health care at all or without hospitals and, and care. So, like, you do have to think about that. And, like, imagine what it would be like to have these things and not have a pharmacy or a doctor to, mm -hmm. like, nothing. You have a huge tumor, better hope it doesn't kill you. As <laughs> That's what they used to that, tell you back then. Yeah, absolutely. No, not back then. Right fucking now. There are people all over the world. Yeah. If you watch those types of things, remember we watched that thing on Korea? All those people were blind. Like oh, hundreds and yeah, hundreds and yeah. hundreds of people were blind. It was an easy fix. It was really quick oh, yeah, LASIK. Yeah, yeah. Now I know. Yep. Yeah. And they that came in crazy. and they did like hundreds of them in a day. These Americans came in and did it. Crazy, But man. they don't have access to basic things. So I don't want to sound like not aware of our privilege as Americans, even though it could be a lot better. We do have it better than so many people in the we world do. that don't even have. We do. Access to basic healthcare or water, let alone fucking healthcare. Yeah. So, I mean, we got nothing really to complain about at the end of the day. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure we were being clear <laughs> that America's, we're not saying America is, is the worst of all no, the countries. No. It could, we're, I'm, we're pointing out some issues we're the worst with that. Of the so that everybody knows what the issues are and we can try to make it better. We're yeah. trying to make it better, is what we're trying to do. It should be more fair and better and more transparent for sure. Mm -hmm. So, the last part of this episode is going to be talking about the actual conspiracy itself around Big Pharma because it's pretty interesting and I think you'll want to hear what that's all about. But, all right, Big Pharma conspiracy theories. So let me just, I'll just, let me explain what the, the conspiracy is. 
it's it's a couple different things. So big pharma conspiracy theories involve you know a shadowy gigantic cabal of drug companies that control everything we do related to health, right? And many conspiracy theorists come from the viewpoint of the relationship between big pharma and the government, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and some of these theories even go as far out to say that it could be all related to possibly chemtrails, water fluoridation, uh, which we want to cover both of those in the future um, as mind control substances in order to sort of, <laughs> this is going way out there, prepare us for you know this impending new world order that is taking over the world. Oh, shit. In this reality I'm explaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be true. <clears throat> could be true. So e- the situation is that either we are being used to or they are being used to intentionally keep us sick so the government, cabal, new world order, whatever. So big pharma can rake in the dough by causing our illnesses and then selling us, you know, the cure for that ailment. Mm. Is that part of the master plan? Also, according to a number of natural health proponents, as well as theorists, that pharmaceutical companies are inventing new diseases just to sell drugs for them, which in result suppresses natural cures for real diseases bribe doctors to prescribe drugs and do they go as far as like eliminating people that they don't that are interrupting their game you know yeah. do the pharmaceutical companies go as far as doing that like taking out eliminating yeah. you know natural path and holistic doctors and things like I that i believe that there I is some examples doing of that it, yeah. forever there's examples going back to the 1600s like them i mean the witch trials alone they were basically afraid of like holistic healers and natural medicine and stuff mm-hmm this is interesting though. So part of like this whole pharmaceutical big pharma is also like a lot of these organizations and associations such as the American Medical Association, which are all, you know, also big entities. And actually, I didn't know this, but the American Medical Association is largely funded by the Rockefellers. Oh, wow. Damn. So like we've talked about. Not surprising. The Rockefellers could be involved with this new world order per se. And if they were, I'm sure they are. <laughs> if they were, then they would use something such as the American medical association in order to influence their research and decision-making. Yeah. The American medical association has been accepting money from the Rockefeller and Carnegie foundations from as early as 1910. Uh, an author by the name of uh, G Edward Griffin uh, who wrote in the world without cancer makes the argument that the Rockefeller and Carnegie foundations began to support the American medical association in an effort to control the medical schooling establishment and to gain power over this large and vital sphere of American life. Right. Cause we, I think we even talked about this, how yeah. the literally the education system was started um, that way. Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't they want to also influence health you know why wouldn't they want to get their you know ability to set that system up they have to to. be in control of everything i mean the more the better i think they kind of have their hands in like every pot at least every big pot and that's what a lot of you know quote unquote conspiracy theorists think is like there's a possibility that there could if there is this conspiracy of the new world order (sighs) and this elite group i hate i hate conspiracy theorists because it's not. It's also just like people who are smart. No, it's just also asking so much questions. Right. 
It's just asking you know? questions. I mean, God, like after we went through the five families thing, like people really, it literally spelled out how these people are still involved in fucking everything. Like if you haven't heard those podcasts. Yeah, the five pretty, bloodlines. It yeah. convinced me. I mean, I believe in an Illuminati or whatever you want to call it way more than I did before because now I understand the depth of it and the and the widespread of these people and how they have their hands, like I said, in, in all the pots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's really not surprising. And there's been some contra- controversial stuff with uh, the American Medical Association. I don't have the details of that for sure, but I know that they definitely are like against like marijuana and things like that. Yeah, like they they don't like that na- the natural things at all. Mm. Which we did a whole podcast on hemp and marijuana. If you want to know more about that, so what do you think about one too? Eventually, yeah, I'm sure we'll get a guest on that. There'll be updates because there's already updates for that. But what do you think about the fact that big pharma may invent diseases just to sell cures for them? It's really interesting, and I definitely don't like not believe it. In fact, I think I'm I lean more towards believing that it's possible. Or what about rebrands things? What do you mean? Like changes the name and changes it to make it sound different. Like or it's like, polio, but like that new thing in that's a different form. Yeah, like kind of just this year they had changing. a new disease, that so they was can like sell new drugs for it. Do you think they go that far? Well, I mean, I think they could, but I haven't seen any proof to right. like believe that. That's the the problem. But like, I wouldn't be shocked if that thing is, you know, that kind of thing is true. And then there's the whole just like cure for cancer debate. Like, that's a whole nother thing that we definitely have to look more into because it's definitely something I could see them doing. I don't think it's like out of the question. It would make sense. And I know that they've done fuck, more fucked up things. So it wouldn't really shock me. But what's the evidence? Like, I yeah. I don't know enough yeah. about it to like fully speak on that sure. yet. Because I mean, that's a big well. What do you thing to so say. yeah? Well, what do you think about like? Here's some examples that people say are this. You know, the drug company basically creating a cure for something that didn't exist prior. Okay. Restless legs is now like a thing. Okay. That wasn't before, and now they're starting to come out with drugs for restless legs. Yeah. Well, because. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because or like a low lot testosterone. Of people... They just came up with that in order to then make low testosterone drugs. What? No, they made it for people that actually have low testosterone. <laughs> wait, I'm confused. Trick question. Like, wait, I'm so confused. Question. People had restless legs. It was more research. This is just an example. They of somebody formed things thoughts. and made a medication. Like, you have restless legs, and you could probably benefit from that fucking medication. Honestly. But I don't think they just like create it and then people are like, oh, okay. I have that. Okay. I don't think it's like it's like a chicken or the egg situation, which came first, the illness or the drug for it. Right. I'm guessing the illness probably, right? So as of right now, this is like kind of just not really like fully true. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. <laughs> Debunked maybe. I mean, but... well, there's not enough information to make a decision right. because it's possible there are all kinds of fuckery going on with this kind of stuff. But like, how much do we actually know about how many, like, that's what people have to remember here is we only have what we know to work with. There's a lot of things that's held secret that we don't know that like it kind of all comes together. And like, based on all the other shit they're doing, it's possible they could be doing this. Yeah. But like, 
you know, where are you going to draw the line? Like, how much proof do you need to believe, to believe in, in something? something. So right. I kind of fall in the middle of like, I don't not believe in it, but I don't like mm -hmm. commit to it to the mm -hmm. point where I, I completely believe it. What Well, what about this angle, though? Like, what if you what if some of these drugs have actually been proven to either have no effect or actually become harmful for you or is harmful for you? Because we've seen that happen before. What do you think about in that case? Like, obviously, they're creating, you know, they created this drug. Like, Did they know that it was not going to do anything or be harmful? So, like, for when example, they sold it? people who, like, mothers who took something and then their babies ended up fucked up or something. Yeah, or just, yeah. that's Or they that took be... it and ended up with a type of cancer because of yeah, it or something that right. like caused something else later on. Right. Did they know in well, advance? Did they know in advance? And Probably just were like, Fuck not, it. because why? You get sued for so much money, it's way more than you're going to make. But they I just don't see why don't they would do that. Spend the time to do the adequate research. It seems yes. to really find out. Are they find at fault out. for it? Yes. Yeah. But did they do it with perp with malice? Yeah. Probably not. Because like, why would you purposely fuck up and want to get sued and deal with that? You know how many lawsuits you'd have to deal with, mm -hmm. dude. If you and if they somehow found out that they knew about it, then they're really fucked. So I don't think they would purposely do that. I do think that they are reckless, that they don't research enough, and they put out things onto the market without having done nearly enough research on it. But I think that's it's more just, you know, uh, recklessness or um, I don't know the word I'm trying to think of right now. You know, just basically mistakes versus purposefully trying to cause someone an illness later yeah, on. Yeah, I think it's just sloppy work and like not enough yeah. time to fully vet out the drug that they've created. I think it's probably coming to market too soon, but I think they have enough hard. like proof to be able to pass the FDA regulations. It's not going to be perfect, though. That's the thing. Is like, no, it's hard. How are they it's ever still get it medicine. We're still figuring it out. Yeah. A hundred years exact. ago, you know, people were. Grinding shit was so some, messy like yeah. everyone was sharing shit disease everywhere like we're 200 years ago it's even worse like they were like just straight up being like here bite this rag while we saw your leg off yeah yeah so <laughs> medicine's come a long way and there's gonna but there's always gonna be mistakes like yeah that's how they learn right so trial and error but like how long because then it limits other drugs like you can have the conversation because there's all these people that could need it keep certain it from getting it yeah and they've Absolutely. been waiting for it to come to market for like That's 10 true. plus years and it's going through so much testing and it won't come out it seems like the shitty ones come out quickly and then the ones people actually need take forever so it's kind of like you know do we make it longer process to make sure it's less it's even more controlled all right all right what do you do in this i don't know it's All tough. I know is the the money needs to come out of it. It shouldn't shouldn't be anything that's advertised to you. Period. If you have a problem, you should seek out a doctor, and the doctor should recommend something for you to to have. Yeah, and I mean it doesn't like the Why is advertisements it like barely give you any information about it either. So it's yeah. not even like some people just go and like want to try that drug based upon yeah they like or the, the ones that say might even help you lose weight yeah or something like They're that like, yeah oh and people are like ooh I'm ask get your doctor. On that. <laughs> Yeah, and then people come in and they're like self-diagnosed or they're like become hypochondriacs and just like start thinking they have something because they've like, like, oh, I have that symptom and that symptom and that symptom. Like, I have this. Go start a medication. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's like endless fuckery. We could sit here and talk <laughs> it about is. it all day. You can poke holes everywhere for sure. <sighs> okay, here's here's kind of the big... The big kahuna to this whole thing. The big kahuna. God, I don't know why I just said that. I like that. Um, kahuna. Isn't that, doesn't that mean like ball sack or something? 
don't even know. Like when you got big cojones. Oh, God, it does. Oh, jeez. Here's the big ball coming right at you. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. But (laughs) are natural cures being suppressed? Such as natural cures out there that may exist, may not. But there are some that believe there are uh, basically cures for the following illnesses, including cancer, herpes, arthritis, AIDS, acid reflux disease, various phobias, depression, obesity, diabetes, multiple sclerosis, lupus, chronic fatigue syndrome, attention deficit disorder, muscular dystrophy, and that these are all being, the cures for these are being deliberately hidden Mm. and suppressed by the Food and Drug Administration. You know, there's a lot of evidence that some of these medications make them worse, too. Like, for I got put on medication when I was, like, five. I was put on, like, Ritalin, which is really, really intense. It's, like, pretty much like meth. I mean, it was some serious shit. I was, like, a kindergartner on it. It was kind of crazy. Um, But, like, they obviously don't give that out to kids as much anymore, but it was, like, right when ADD was really starting to get diagnosed all the time, all of a sudden. Yeah. Um. But there's all these studies that actually has made people worse and has made your your attention skills worse. That like it makes basically you start building an immunity to it and it make like when you're off of it, you perform right. even worse than you would if you never had it to begin with. And that's why I stopped taking medication for ADHD like a year ago, but I've taken it like pretty much my whole life. Mm. And I think it definitely can contribute to things like brain fog and so I don't know. It's really interesting to think about that too. Definitely. But would they actually, if there was a natural cure for it out there and they knew what it was and it cured all of these things, would they be able to just suppress it and keep it secret from us on purpose, knowing that they have the cure in order to make money, I guess, potentially keep people sick, keep people having to come back for more. I think there's, generating. I mean, all of those, maybe some of them. I don't know, though. I don't know. I mean, I think there's definitely, I need to learn more about it to even like really speak on it. Like I said, I need to, I've, um, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard people that I trust saying they believe it. So, but like, I need to know for myself. So I really can't, that one's just so dark that I haven't even gotten myself to like look into that whole I mean, it's just yet. fucked. It is. It's, it's fucked, really to, fucked to think about. The, you know, the end of the world because but i've heard like so many people that like you know came up with cures and then were well that's the thing is like throughout history there's been a lot obviously a ton of people are like how do we cure cancer right Mm -hmm. how do we do it and there's a lot of people that have actually come up with an all natural you know medicines and you know different types of you know blends of herbs and things like that that had cancer fighting properties throughout history and some of these individuals you know, including holistic doctors that have kind of been, I don't know how to say it, but, you know, kind of going the alternative route as opposed to like what Big Pharma does and, and kind of thinking outside the box and, you know, looking at all these natural medicines that exist and trying to formulate something that could potentially be more powerful than, you know, any sort of cancer treatment or anything. So, yeah. and some of these individuals, have ended up dead even or yeah. mysteriously disappeared. Like there's all sorts of weird things that have happened through it's over obviously time. obviously happening then. I mean, it's crazy because like it's the same thing with the like people who were trying to create like water-fueled cars were taken out. 
it's the same type of thing. Like this isn't all just happening by accident, coincidence. It it's, happens in like every area. There's people that get taken out for stuff. I mean, this. The, it's like, similar it's to the. Made up. It's similar, like the way that I was explaining it to her was, it's similar to Nikola Tesla and his wireless free energy system, and this idea of there's limitless yeah. energy out there that we can tap into. Mm-hmm. But anytime someone creates technology that can do like tap into this and, and the water thing and the water thing too, they end up the technology gets taken. Mm-hmm. They end up dead sometimes. Like it's. Mm-hmm obviously on purpose like i mean this is not just all it's not all random like a lot of people like oh it's just they randomly died and it's just a coincidence yeah it's like really no in every case every oh my god but it's also hard to think (laughs) about topic i mean it's also hard to think about too like how would they be able to do this you know potentially because a lot of people would be like you'd have to have a lot of people in on this in order to keep this quiet but when you think about it it's the same type of thing as with the military and the Department mm-hmm. of Defense and how they're able to make tons of money disappear. They basis, clearly dude. have secret. There's tons of people that ha- know a lot of fucking shit that we don't even know who they are. We had no. Yeah. No- and they show things like here. Check out this video of JFK. Look what happened to him or anyone else. You know, like they tell you what will happen to you if you get to that point, you know, and people aren't going to talk. You know, you're right. Yeah. You're not going to talk. One thing I wanted to bring up, though, is that we we talk a lot about like cannabis and hemp and how they could be like a great alternative to many prescriptions, many even over the counter stuff. Mm-hmm. If more research was done into it, yes, and check out it wasn't Weed illegal. The people, the movie, check it out. It's cool. Yeah, and check check out the cannabis episode. But if, no, Weed the People is a movie. There's not episodes. Something different than you even talking. No, I'm talking. About, weed I'm talking about our episode. Oh, okay. Okay. I was confused. Yeah. Yeah. And our episode on it too. Yeah. But for medical stuff, that movie's really interesting. If you want to know like what they're, how they're using it, like cure cancer and stuff for these children. And, and once cannabis gets like federally legalized, it's going to create millions of jobs and millions of, of new revenue. It's going to like boost the economy majorly. And it's going to create a ton of jobs. Yeah. But people are worried that how do we stop the pharmaceutical companies and all of their wealth and power from taking over the marijuana industry? That's a big, well, big they concern. Probably will. And what will stop them from basically creating some type of synthetic, which well, one company already will. did? Yeah, and like making it way cheaper. Insys mm. has a gained FDA approval for a synthetic cannabis derivative. Jeez. And they spent $500,000 fighting against the legalization of marijuana already. So they're fighting for like natural marijuana to not be legalized so that they can they can then swoop in and create this synthetic that's FDA approved that they can sell like do prescriptions for. Mm-hmm. That's a cannabis derivative but is probably far worse for you than anything natural would be. And I mean, it does help people. Don't get me wrong; it does help people. But should you know, should they be allowed to take this natural medicine and then turn it into a synthetic and and have control over the the whole marijuana industry? Like that would be horrible. That'd be yeah. horrible for all of us <laughs> if yeah, the pharmaceuticals really took it over, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes I mean, I believe that like 
you know, that marijuana, they probably knew far more about marijuana before they ever illegalized it, made it illegal. Mm -hmm. I think there's a whole conspiracy with that truly. And cause like, come on, like basic research shows that it's got medicinal benefits it's got so oh, many things that can really improve. I hate when people are ignorant lives. about it. I just like can't even deal with it. It's like, dude, read a book. There's so much evidence. I shouldn't even have to like defend this. Yeah. There's so much proof of how cannabis it is like life changing. I, I like barely get sick as far as like getting a, like a flu or like something. I've, I haven't like been diagnosed with it by a doctor for something like that in years. And I think a lot of that's cause I, I, um, use cannabis. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. before I used it, I was like constantly getting the flu and strep and I haven't had anything like that in so long or the stomach flu. I'll get like little viruses, but like nothing like serious or pneumonia. Like I haven't had anything like that in like four years. That's amazing. I mean, that's I, I don't get sick at all ever. <laughs> Knock on wood. Like I I'm blessed to be super healthy. But and, we both used to get the flu. There were some times where we had the flu together. Yeah, we were in bed. Definitely like, got sick a lot more. Yeah, back we got then. sick. Yeah, yeah I haven't gotten anymore. sick like that. In a long years time. ever since I get we started colds smoking and stuff, but, seriously yeah. there's a lot of proof of it too yeah there's tons of proof that it like actually fights can it fights cancer too like yeah it's got it does a lot of cancer that's why i was telling people to properties. watch Weed the people because it's specifically about that so i i think that there's definitely probably you know whether there's this huge conspiracy and they're literally like <laughs> trying to harm us in order mm-hmm. to then make us better to harm us again, I don't know for sure. I can't say for sure yes or no. But I do think there's definitely powers that be that are fighting against marijuana and fighting to keep a lot of these other natural substances, you know, looking at psilocybin mushrooms and getting into other types of um, illegal substances that are out there that have tons of healing and mental healing and spiritual things that could really improve all of our lives, improve society's lives if they were researched and, you know, brought forward in a safe way. And I think it could solve a lot of problems. Don't you? Like, I think a lot of these substances could. And so the fact that they're, those pharmaceuticals are constantly trying to keep those illegal, but while allowing them to create synthetics and create fake one and like continue just, controlling that whole aspect of our, our health lives. It's crazy. It is It's absolutely crazy. And I mean, I just want to end this by saying that in order, cause like obviously a lot of people have looked at this big pharma conspiracy and they, a lot of people think this is completely debunked based upon the fact that, you know, how many thousands of people would be necessary in order for big pharma to suppress a cure for cancer, especially like that's the big one that a lot of people are like, uh, like that's not, there's no way that that could happen. So an actual professor from the University of Oxford actually estimated that at least 714,000 people at eight different pharmaceutical companies would be required to pull that off. This doesn't really make sense. Though. Which I'm, he's calculating this. I don't know how, but but doesn't include employees at smaller companies, academic scientists, the FDA, or health journalists. I don't know. I mean, it is definitely one of those things that doesn't have enough evidence to like sit here and say that it's true. And a so. lot of people have said, like, if they had that, like, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be better if they gave the yeah, cure out? Like, and, then, and actually make them more money if they yeah. had the actual cure. Everybody, I would, thought about that too. That's why I've just like always had trouble with the whole cancer conspiracy thing. And no doctors are in on this at all. Like, I they, need to know more about it though. Like, I think you and I both should learn more about that. 
and yeah. then like talk about it again. But I mean, there is some facts to disprove it and say that, yeah. you know, statistically and mathematically, it's just not possible. For and there's that also many people. people that say it's impossible right. for JFK. No, I know. Impossible I know. For 9/11. So like <laughs> we know. need to educate ourselves on both opinions and then come back with a podcast. And I definitely can't say if I think that's true or not. But that's the thing is there's not there's that's there's not a lot of evidence. There's not a lot but of we evidence. But we don't we haven't seen it all. So we need to wait. Yeah, there's stuff see. out there probably, but probably. <laughs> it ain't easy to find. I mean, there's a lot of people that believe that. So I just need to know more about it before I decide. No, I am with you. I'm I'm because I know a lot of people. No, I have comments I'm all the time that know. people believe that. I think and it's people possible. who have cancer that anything's possible at this said point. that they believe that. So anything's I just don't possible. Shut it down. Right? Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. <laughs> so I think that's where we'll wrap up today's episode on big pharma. Obviously we didn't cover like everything that's out there. This is like <laughs> a huge fucking conversation. Well, it's already two hours. <laughs> and I'm sure this won't be the last time we talk about big pharma on this no, podcast. No. I mean, hopefully we get like a pharmacist or someone on eventually. Yeah, it'd be cool to like talk to somebody in the industry or somebody that was in it and knows the truth and that's really our goal for us. um you know, we'd like to get some people that, you know, have followings or like are well known, but we also want to just get people on the podcast who can just bring up valuable information and share. Yeah. Or who actually who work and do, yeah. Is an expert. If you're First-hand an expert experience in the field, yeah. something, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So it'll be fun. I can't wait for next year. It will We're going to take fun. it up a whole nother level. That's right. We're just going to keep taking it a mile higher, and mile higher. higher. Every higher, single week is a higher. mile higher until we're like <laughs> fucking in outer space guys. Yeah. Like we're and be... we started at 5280. So <laughs> we did, we did. But if you guys enjoyed today's episode, please give us a thumbs up on YouTube and subscribe on iTunes. And yeah, we will be back next week. I think we're going back a different way next week, aren't we? Are we doing uh, crime maybe? Um, I don't know. We might be going crime. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not really sure what we're doing. Uh, we'll decide. <laughs> it's narrowed down to two things. We'll see. I don't know. I kind of like just surprising them every week. They, yeah. no, none of you have any idea what we're doing. <sighs> Surprise. Unless you follow our Instagram and stuff sometimes or our Twitter and Instagram. Oh yeah. Malhar Pod, Pod on Twitter. Sometimes we give hints. We do. But yeah, that will conclude today's episode. Thank you guys for watching, yes. listening. We appreciate all of you. Remember Black Friday sale for Malharmerch.com? Yes. Thirty percent off. Some sweet Code designs. Code is Turkey MF. <laughs> Got a sweet some sweet astronaut like really cool designs coming. So Hell yeah. Don't miss out. But that's mm-hmm. it for to us today. Mm-hmm. Stay woke. Stay woke. And stay safe. Wait, I got confused. Yes. We'll see you next time, guys. <laughs> <laughs>